What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, home field advantage. Let's do it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. All right, special thanks to Sportsbet MVP, one of the best new online sports books. I highly recommend adding them to your list of books. And like we always talk about, it helps so much to shop around because you can immediately start saving money. So do yourself a favor, add sportsbetmvp.ag to your list of books that you use. Give them a follow on Twitter as well, at sportsbet underscore MVP. All right, so like I said, on today's show, we're going to talk about home field advantage because this is something that has been coming up a lot lately with COVID, with everything going on, it's like, you know, how much do fans in the stadium actually impact games? And it's an important topic to go over because in any sport, and we're going to talk about football today because the NFL starts tonight. And uh, obviously there's going to be a lot of NFL, you know, and college football going on the next couple of weeks. But the NFL and college football really too, the football in general, when you think about home field advantage, what we often think about is the crowd, right? It's hard to hear on third downs. It's hard to to communicate on offense. That is where a lot of people think home field advantage comes into play for, for football. But really, when you look at stats and dive really deep into data, it's not so much about what the home crowd is doing as much as it is about the travel, the lack of a familiar environment, the lack of a normal routine. I mean, all of those things add up to where home field advantage is much, much more about the uh, external factors and not so much what's going on with the crowd. Now, look, it, it does matter, right? In, in, in football, basketball, the crowd matters. I mean, yes, baseball, yes, hockey. I mean, but not as much as the other crowds. In basketball, it, it's, I mean, it, have you ever been in a playoff arena and in, in an NBA playoff game? It is electric. And really, every made shot boosts the home team for sure. You can't convince me that's not the case. In football, as I just said, there's a tangible effect on the game. You can't hear as well when the crowd is loud. Uh, baseball, it's not as much as I said. Hockey, it's even less. Soccer, you know, not as much as well. But my point is here that... I know it's you can still attribute certain things to the crowd. It, they still do have an impact on the game. I'm not saying it's it's obsolete and they don't matter at all. But what I'm saying is it's overvalued greatly from what I've seen in terms of what no crowds at these games mean. I've heard some people say, now let's think about football, the NFL. Average home field advantage in the NFL is three points, okay? Now, that's going to vary a little bit team to team, but this is an extremely rudimentary approach, and let's just keep it simple right now. So home field is three points in the NFL. I've heard people say that that should get all the way down to a half point, a point. It's like we're going to take away 66 to 80% of the home field advantage because there's no crowd there. And I think a lot of people are missing the point. Home field advantage, as I said, it's not so much about what the crowd is doing as it is about other factors. The first factor is travel. It is extremely difficult to travel multiple time zones and have your body feeling normal within hours, even a day or two. I mean, professional athletes have talked about this for a very long time. And yes, things have improved when they stop uh, flying 
private or, or excuse me, public. And now they fly on private jets and all that kind of stuff, which makes it a little bit better. But you can't help the human body, the physiology of what's going on inside the body. And I can just hear you guys now. Tyler, stay in your goddamn lane. What are you talking about physiology for? For those who don't know, I studied uh, pre-med in college for years. I took a lot of anatomy, biology, physiology classes, okay? So this is a real thing. I know about this. I understand that when you fly from the East Coast to the West Coast, it takes any body, doesn't matter how athletic you are, several days to adjust. So the pure travel factor is the first thing we have to remember here, okay? Traveling matters, the second thing is routine. I think it's pretty famous that uh, Kirk Cousins, the head uh, quarterback or the quarterback of the uh, uh, Minnesota Vikings, has not done well in primetime games, right? Or at least that was the narrative for a very long time. This guy doesn't perform in primetime. When the lights are bright, Kirk Cousins doesn't play well. Well, come to find out after looking at a lot of data that that's not really the case. And diving in deep, listening to interviews from Kirk Cousins, seeing what he thinks about this whole thing, you know, you can put the pieces together and realize it's not the fact that Kirk Cousins doesn't play well in prime time. It's the fact that Kirk Cousins is such an OCD person and lives by, like, we, we see, like, TV shows <laughs> about people, like, on this level that Kirk Cousins is. And, and the point is, when you see his routine, uh, there was a special on, I think it was ESPN, may have been, like, Fox or one of the morning football shows, a year or two ago about Kirk Cousins and his routines and his daily habits. It's like, this guy's a robot, you know? So the, the, my, my point is that it's not so much about prime time, but it's not, it's about getting outside of that opening time slot, that 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern football time slot. When he plays in that time slot, he's great. Why? Because he can follow his routine. When he plays later on, everything gets messed up with his routine. A guy who is extremely OCD and kind of goes by his routine, you know, as if it were life and death. So when he has to play a, a six o'clock game, it's not that it's on national TV. It's that his routine was thrown off, right? He, he doesn't play well in any games outside of that early time slot. So what's my point with all this? that routine matters. Now, Kirk Cousins is a drastic example, but this, you know, routine matters. I mean, think about in your own life. I'm sure we all know someone like this, right? In our small worlds. What do you think a, a locker room full of 53 people? It's You're going to have a lot of personalities, a lot of people who do well with that, who do poorly with that. And that's the other thing is generalizing. And we'll get there in a minute, but routine matters. And when you're on the road, you're, you're, you're really thrown off of your routine completely. Now, generalizing, I just mentioned that. Let's talk about that because I think one thing you're going to hear a lot, uh, I mean, throughout the course of listening to sports betting advice or sports betting people is generalities, right? Uh, the Oakland Raiders do not play well when they go to Baltimore. This is all hypothetical, but the Oakland Raiders do not play well when they go to Baltimore or uh, East Coast teams do not play well when they go to the West Coast or, uh, you know, I don't think this team's going to be up for this game on the road or whatever it may be. That's really generalizing. I mean, do you think that that applies for all 53 people on the roster that all of them won't be, quote, up for a certain game? That all of them are going to have the same effects from a long plane ride, right? Some people may be fine the next day after a long plane ride, but that, but most people, the majority of people likely will not. 
So you, you don't want to generalize when you're looking at this. Really, it would be best to do it on a player-by-player basis. I know it takes a lot of time, so data is king with that sort of a thing. But that's important to remember. When, ho- when looking at home road, when looking at home field advantage, routine matters and don't generalize, right? So the couple things we've said, traveling is a big deal. Routine is a big deal. And the whole generalizing thing was just sort of like thrown in there on the side too, which is important. But travel and routine, right? It's also like kind of ties into the routine, but when you're sleeping in a hotel bed, when you're not in a comfortable atmosphere, you just don't sleep as well, right? And sleep is so important. Again, I'm not going to make this a science show, but when you're not sleeping well, you're not going to play as well. When you're in a hotel, generally you're not going to sleep as well. And we, how often do we hear? It's like twice a season. You hear about some, you know, fire alarm going off and a team's woken up at 2 a.m. That's always a road team staying in some hotel. Some fan found out where they're staying, right? So when you look at home field advantage in the NFL, I think it's important to remember that the crowd doesn't have everything to do with it. Now, it has something to do with it. You just can't completely say, well, home crowd's not there. Therefore, we're going to downgrade it, you know, 70% or whatever, now the home field matters. Home home crowds are important, but in terms of how much they're worth, I mean, again, this is very general, but if you're talking about a scale where home field's usually worth three points, I don't know, I'd say maybe a point, a half a point to a point, you know, and, and we're going to see some data and we're going to learn a lot about this soon, but we already have data on soccer and basketball and hockey And the fact is, when you're traveling, when there's home field advantage up in the air, a lot more depends on the external factors and a lot less depends on what's going on with the crowd. So, all right, that does it for today's show. I'll give one pick before we get out of here today. And no NFL picks for tonight's game, but stay tuned because tomorrow we'll do a full preview. Well, not a full preview, but I'll give a full handicap and we'll do some deep dives on the NFL games that I like coming up this weekend. So we'll do that on tomorrow's show. But for today, I'll give you one pick for NHL for tonight, and I'm going to go under five and a half, minus 130 in the Dallas and uh, Vegas Golden Knights game. And I just think a lot of people are betting on the over because uh, the the Dallas Golden Knights have really gotten a lot of shots on goal lately. And Dallas is a team who can score. Or excuse me, I should say uh, Vegas. I'm not sure how long I've been saying Dallas for. Uh, Vegas is a team who can score. Vegas has been getting a lot of shots on goal lately. But I think what's going to happen is Dallas... Dallas knows they're a team who's not going to win with offense. They have to win defensively, right? And losing 3-0 last game, I believe Dallas is going to hit the reset button and make things very difficult in the neutral zone for Vegas. I don't think Vegas skates up and down very easily tonight. And even though I think Vegas outshoots Dallas tonight and puts a lot of pressure on should be Hudobin, I think, you know, I don't want to stay away from the winner loser because in such a low scoring game, which I'm projecting, you know, one nothing, two nothing could be enough. But I think it's very difficult for both teams to navigate. And I don't think anyone gets up the ice very easy tonight. That's what we saw a lot in game two, especially Vegas finding easy ways to get through the neutral zone and set their offense up. Vegas or uh, uh, Dallas is going to fix that tonight. I really believe that. And uh, under five and a half, I think, is uh, mispriced. I think they're overreacting. The first game opened up at five, right? So it immediately adjusts by a half a goal. I think it's too much. So uh, five and a half minus 130 is my pick for tonight in the NHL. So, all right, well, good luck, everyone. I'm sure a lot of you guys are going to have some NFL bets tonight. There's one MLS game. As I just mentioned, the NHL U.S. Open finals are tomorrow. So whatever you guys got, good luck. And we'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle. Sharp Angle.